Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Oh, I bought it. <laughs> okay, well, you know, JGE yeah. is here wearing his Magneto sweatshirt, in yeah. case you were wondering. What was that? Welcome to Box Office Breakdown on the Popcorn Talk Network. I'm your host, Sarah Stretton, mm-hmm. and... Yes, that, yeah. that is who I am. Sure Being joined by JD and Tom. Do you want to say hello? Do you have anything to share uh, besides yeah, your I fact mean, that you're getting lost now on the way to the studio? I got lost again. I mean, I don't. It's so dark around here. There's no streetlights. Yeah, my street. Specifically. I, I don't know where anybody is. I can't do anything. I, I don't know what's going on. I was they're on called the phone. headlights. They're on your car. Yeah, but they're dim. They're it's uh, they're dim. Okay. He likes to set the mood even when he's driving. Yeah, even when I'm driving on the outside. I'm like, wow, look at that guy's headlights are real dim. Um, I'm doing great. I got. I was telling you before the show, I got tickets to the Hateful Eight premiere tomorrow. That's so huge. I'm pretty psyched about that. It's huge. It's in the Cinema Dome at Arclight and 70 millimeter. So, yeah. Woo-hoo. yeah. Woo-hoo. The energy happy. is high right now. Well, what happened at the um, – didn't something happen at the Hateful Eight press conference or something? Well, I, I heard at one of the – there's press screenings mm-hmm. where everyone gets to go and see these movies ahead of time so they can pump up reviews so people know what they're going to go see. And um, Hateful Eight has already been in its press screenings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Quentin Tarantino is a huge advocate of using actual film. There's yes, a big deal millimeter. about this one being in 70 millimeter. So supposedly um, what happened at one of the press screenings was they started showing it in 70 millimeter, but there was an issue with the projectionist Ooh. or with the projection. He doesn't like that. Yeah. And like it started with like, I guess there was not just a regular sometimes spotting that yeah, shows yeah. up, but things were going, it seemed to be out of focus, like <clears throat> just not well done projection, okay. which I'm sure Quentin Tarantino went off the walls about, yeah, yeah. but this is also for press. And then what they ended up doing is halfway through the movie, they ended up having to switch it to digital. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Th- where was where was Spike Lee at this point? Because <laughs> well, I think he may just, have, he may have sabotaged it. Maybe, but like this is always like you have to fight to use film mm-hmm. unless you're Quentin Tarantino because yeah. it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And the whole point is that supposedly it looks better, gives you this whole feel. And what a lot of people were saying from the screening, from the bad projection being in the first half, is it looked better. In digital, he probably lost it. Went home and had so like a twenty curls, well, like a in a foot frenzy or something. The thing is, everyone's digital now. Like when I, I worked in a movie theater right out of high mm-hmm. school for like two years, and I was a projectionist for a little while. It's a process to do film, oh, and yeah. you have to like mm-hmm. you have to do the focus, you have to do everything. These kids today, all yeah, they they, they, they take a DVD or it's a hard drive, mm-hmm. they plug it in and they press play, yeah, and you get like one grain of yeah. something on the film. You have to keep it clean. You have exactly. to air dust it. Like problems happen all the time. The, the art of being a projectionist is being lost. I heard, Cody, the, I heard Cody Hall was the projectionist that day. <laughs> he is. And then so I'm that like, what happened? Scott killed oh, i'm yeah. sure just but that's the thing like they're not they're projectionist but all they're doing is hitting play on that's a what digital everybody button. does now back in all days you actually had to put the film through the everything uh, yeah it's, totally so it's, it's uh, empty art now yeah, except for for quentin who is very involved with the beverly cinema i believe he I spielberg really still shoots pushes on film too. a lot of film there's a couple out there Where's but this isn't helping like skin flick place in la for a while uh yeah well that was yeah i first got here i, I don't want to know yeah it was no. good we, no, we're not we ran uh 24 this. hours 365 days of, uh a year All right. debbie does dallas mm-hmm. Well, well, really good movies too. and Annie Sprinkles and the Devil and Miss Jones. People are getting excited for the Hateful Eight. People are getting for a lot um, more energy towards these Oscar contenders. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going to stick to that side yeah. of the film, and of course, and the big yes, and the Big Short. You saw that, right? Oh yeah, the Didn't Big Short. Cry? We will be talking about that soon. It's coming out. I did mm-hmm. watch it. Would you go into a tailspin? I felt very depressed this week. Just a lot of bad What'd energy. Would you do? hit the bottle? Hit the bottle? No. Oh. I watched actually an animated movie. It made me feel better. Oh, so I watched yeah. The Big Short, and then I went home um, and watched animation. So you saw The Big Short this weekend. Was that the one movie you saw, basically? Did you see Krampus? Uh, Krampus is not my <laughs> not genre. No, she's scared. I, yeah. I can't. I've been, we will, let's talk a little bit of what happened mm-hmm. in the box office this okay. weekend. Yes, Krampus. We will get there. Uh, Tom was our winner, beginning uh, yeah. three out of five. Because Back in the mix. 
<sighs> a certain movie made a little bit more than expected. So I would say double than what most people would expect. Yeah, good old but Krampus. start with number five, going to Spectre, okay. dropping fifty, almost fifty eight percent, down to five point four million dollars. Mm-hmm. But saying in that top five, kicking out movies like The Peanuts, Mighty Four, they're gone. Going up to number four, The Good Dinosaur, bringing in fifteen point five. Huge drop off. Huge drop off. Sixty percent for mm-hmm. Pixar. This movie, I mm. feel bad. But it, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think it's a strike against Pixar because nothing bad's coming out, mm-hmm. but normally they've been on such a build. Their reviews yeah. go up. This one, Rotten Tomato scores aren't that high. Mm-hmm. Numbers, it's making money, but not Pixar money. And that drop-off, 60%, not good. It's just so vanilla. And it just says Walt Disney now because Pixar does damage control like that. Mm-hmm. They always do it. When they when they fail, which is not very rarely, but I don't think they're going. It's not fail. It's yeah. not owning the universe this yes. week, but it's not failing. Going up to number three, Creed, mm-hmm. bringing in fifteen point five four. So you're looking Creed and Good Dinosaur, literally neck and neck, just yeah. right next yeah. to each other. They're less I, I thought Creed than would more than that. I thought Creed was going to do a twenty. Less than thirty thousand yeah, dollars apart, dropped forty seven point six percent. Creed did. Then going up to Krampus, Krampus ended up taking the number two spot. Um, There's no horror there. I mean, it's it's holiday horror. Yeah, it works. It's almost almost more comedy than horror. It's this weird mix of horror comedy. Yeah, it's a prank. Which I think kind of helped helped it a lot. Does anybody die? This is. I mean, this is not my my genre. I'm not going to go out and see this. But going from. And a little bit of reading. The director's previous film went straight to DVD or turned straight to. It didn't go into theaters because. And he had to fight for this. And this really brought in a lot more money than people were thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people had estimates closer to like the 8 million, if that range. And bringing up the 10 tops. Yeah, and it brought in 16. So that's that's pretty big, taking the number two spot. And it's not that far behind Hunger Games, which only brought in 18.6. Slow weekend all over. It was. Very, very. Very slow. Hunger Games also dropped 64%. So if you look at the top five, the smallest drop was Creed with 47%. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty big. You're looking at yeah. two films over 60% drop. Small, small box office I think everybody's weekend. saving their money and getting ready for the big one. <laughs> well, that's yeah. because, and they had a deal with advanced ticket sales in which True. people's movie money is already spent. It's, yeah. It is. People are, well, Ken Knapsack, he uh, emptied his whole bank account. <laughs> He has no more money. If you you all don't know our friend Ken, he used to be on Jedi (laughs) Alliance over here. He now also works with JTE at Screen Junkies. He's quite the the Star Wars fan. He couldn't even buy the Darth Vader uh, toaster that I have. (laughs) Um, It's unbelievable. He's he's broke. What we're seeing with Star Wars is not only the pre-sale tickets insane, but the rewatchability factor is already there. It's not... Certain people have bought, like, over three sets of tickets Some are selling on eBay for $1,000. The first showings are selling on eBay for about 1000 bucks. Some of our friends are going Monday, next Monday, to the uh, premiere. Yeah, I know. A lot of people A lot of people we know. I'm still trying to keep my fingers crossed. Break premiere. (laughs) (laughs) They're paying people to go to that one. Yeah, they are. (laughs) I can get everybody in if they want. All of our friends just come down to Los Angeles and get in. You want to go? But yeah, I I wonder if there's just a little, you know, the whole Thanksgiving weekend, everyone went and saw the movies. It was a decent weekend, like you're saying wasn't huge, but um, the movie I thought would drop off the least amount was Creed, and it did. You just like to point mm-hmm. out things you're slightly right well, about. Obvious. Yes, you're just I, like, you're just like I mean, before we started the show, he's like, I was only a half million dollars <laughs> off. I Literally, mean, I could have just been. I could have been four out of five if like a half a million here and there. I yeah. was frustrated. Well, what I can say to help your frustration mm-hmm. is normally when we are all crazy off, someone out there is yeah. has five for five. But this year, no one. Not even boss? Uh, no one had five <laughs> for five. At least who responded, if you guys yeah. thought it out there. You didn't type it in, so I don't know. Um, because of really Krampus. Krampus That's what yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. But Renee Flores guessed nearly right on the money. For Krampus guessing, he, he or she is really good. Renee Flores, yeah, <laughs> he or she, it's a he, I think. I think okay. Yeah. I'm not going. To, I don't know, but that was close, and uh-huh. that was a number none of us were really getting. Gotcha. So I like that lipstick; it looks good on you. Oh, <laughs> it meshes, thank it meshes you. Meshes well with your brown eyes. <laughs> yeah, 
Very long, mesh. It's very long full guitar. look. Yeah, Who knows? Uh, but one of the many looks of uh, you. <laughs> Thank you. You reviewed that one. That, that was one last year. year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of upcoming shows, we might not have time because mm-hmm. we... The studio mm-hmm. is going dark yeah. for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, for a long bit, kind of. I believe yeah. it's shutting down from about December 18th Which happens to be the Star Wars day. January 3rd. Really, that's why we're shutting yeah. down. Yeah. Everyone just needs to go see Star Wars every day. Everybody's so, be so mentally no one drained wants and dehydrated. to be here. Um, no, but it is shutting down, so there'll be a couple weeks where we yeah. are gone. So we're yeah. going to be able to throw out some Star Wars predictions next week. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. reviews. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with that. Oh. The fainting after getting the actual numbers, you won't so be able money. to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be a fun week next week. Yeah. And it could be a good week for geeks. Good season. Good season. I feel like you go on Amazon, everything right now. It's just like Star, Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars, everything. Star Wars. They still, they're sell, they still uh, Star Wars condoms over there. Yeah, paternity test too. Yeah, Star what? Wars paternity it's, test too. It says the force is with you, or, the, or you like, are you the kidding? Force is that yeah, way. it's like the dark side. Are of the, you kidding? The light side. No, I don't know if serious. you're kidding. I'm joking. I got the condom. Thank gosh. It's a Chewbacca condom. It's, it's oh. the best. You know, there's a condom I, out there that has uh, Darth Vader on it, and it says, "I am not your father." Oh, that's great. Yeah, I got that. Uh, I invented that. Obviously. Thank you. That was Marissa in the booth. Yeah. Always a wealth of information. Thank we'll you so much. How you know that? But thank you for the info. Yeah. Don't take it there. Don't take it So, yeah. really, our only in the box office weekend, our only new that. movie was Krampus. We might see yeah. a rise I in saw. this. You did? Yeah. Why? Because I, I enjoyed what they were going for, which is a throwback to 80s kind of horror. Definitely Gremlins okay. was a big influence. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. It's a, I'm not saying you should run out and see it, but if that's your kind of thing, if you like a little bit of comedy horror with okay. the Christmas vibe, I mean. I saw could, it on screener. Two things I oh you did no I didn't see it but oh. I saw the screener I'm gonna go get it. Two things I'll say about it. One it was definitely originally radar, and they cut it down to PG-13 because there's scenes where people are they're literally saying the f word and you see it's dubbed over no. with a different word. That's hot. Uh, the second thing is that's kind of crazy. More comedy than uh, hold on. I am not your father. Oh, so it's not an actual. I will condom. not. Yeah, be no, it's, your it's not a rapper. A, it's, that's a midget guy. That's a midget. That, that's a little person condom. Yeah, it no, is a little I, person condom. No. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I mean, if you whip that, say like you know, okay, let's let's talk about this yeah. for a second here. Say like you know you're doing you, you know you're doing something. Some guy whips that out. Are you mm-hmm. going to be like that's cool, or are you going to be like I'm out of here? If I feel like you'd have to have them show it to you in your face, like hey, look at my condom wrapper. That's what I do. <laughs> Make it's sure very, they know it's a, well, you know, the, the magnet. Vader's helmet is very you know. It has a penis-type thing it look is. to it. It definitely does. So it would actually work if the actual condom was a Vader helmet or some sort. That's but not that's a bad idea. Anyway. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Anyway. It's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. Speaking that's of the movies. <laughs> it's got lifesaver popping out. All right. Speaking of Life the movies, <laughs> okay, also new releases. Um, uh-huh. What was it? Chirac? Chirac? What, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the, uh, Amazon. What did it do? 1.2 million. Good. In 305 that's, theaters. That's so good. That's not bad. That's, it's coming in 13. It's well, really Chief Keefe and his bad. crew. Chief Keefe and his crew went to go see that in Chicago. You know, Chief Keefe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> what happened? Is that all? Yeah, and then, like, okay. more people got shot in, in Chicago this week than seen Chirac. I'm not going to go <laughs> there. That's going um, to be sad into this. Um, anyway, moving on <laughs> to... Sorry. we're. I think worthy of note, Youth and Macbeth also came out in really yep. limited release. Youth has been getting pretty rave reviews, in my mm-hmm. opinion. It mm-hmm. came out in four theaters, made 20000 per theater. So it came mm. in above Macbeth, which opened in five and only brought in 13000 per theater. Spotlight's still doing so. well, too. Yeah, and it's getting a lot of heat mm-hmm. off. It's gonna get, I think it's it's going to definitely be nominated for Best Picture. Today, Spotlight and Brooklyn, Brooklyn, right next to each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. Spotlight, too, was named by the L.A. Film Critics Association as the best film of the year. Mm-hmm. As is it was with the Boston film critics, but that was the that's, whole movie takes place in Boston, so that's obviously. not a surprise. Yeah, that's not. But the National Board of Review named Mad Max the best film of the year, mm-hmm. and Mad Max was the runner-up to Spotlight for best film of the year. And JT yeah. and Tom yeah. Bellino named Creed best yeah. film of the year. Exactly. Also, Gunman, um, Gunman got some uh, you oh, know, uh, nominations too. It's getting a lifetime achievement award. Yeah, it is. <laughs> just a movie, not even Sean Penn. Yeah, just a whole movie. <laughs> well, Sean Penn's pectorials. He wins. <laughs> 
best pictorials. I feel like I've just lost control this week. I feel like I don't know yeah. what's going on on that side of the table. We're doing a show here. So I'm going to try and read my absolute miniature notes. So when I stutter, yeah. please forgive me. Everything's miniature now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Darth Vader. Darth Vader condoms. Mm. You know, our sheets. I mean, this... All right. In the Heart of the Sea is facing fierce headwinds going into its U.S. debut next week. Uh, But the whaling drama launched overseas to a mediocre 17.1 million from 38 foreign markets. It looks cheesy. It's like... I love Ron Ron Howard, but it just kind of looks kind of cheesy. I used to know a girl named... We we called this girl in high school Moby Dick. She wasn't even that big. Like it wasn't. She, That's because she was hard to get. Or no, no, because she. I know we're know, not. She's, Stop it. She's Stop it. Stop it. Warner Bros. Did. The studio behind the drama about the, <laughs> the sinking of Essex, a marine time disaster that inspired <laughs> Moby Dick, touted the fact that the film's opening is thirty-two percent higher than the nautically themed Master and. I think this is supposed to say the Master Commander. and Commander, yeah. but it says Master and Command. And ship <laughs> in... That movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a point. Distressed drama Captain Phillips. Both films did solid business globally. So it's opening 32% higher than both of those, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much that says about yeah. here. Uh, they really have been pushing it recently. I feel like in its like the beautiful shots of the sea type of you know what I, look. The sea is beautiful. Yeah, you know what I find interesting about this is Chris Hemsworth... The lead. Yes. Uh, they've worked together on Rush, which yes. is a film I loved last year. Um, it's really starting to look like Chris Hemsworth isn't a big draw outside of Thor. I Black agree with Hat that. did nothing. Nothing. Um, he was he had a side role in Vacation this past summer, that Vacation mm-hmm. movie, which was really bad. That was Sarah's favorite um, movie this year, and that, that, that part was her favorite. I mean, I think he's a good actor. I thought Rush, he gave one of his best I performances. I really like Rush. And Rush was great. But I'm curious to see this, but well, he's not quite a draw yet. Why I mean, we can have here. I mean, I am a huge Chris Hemsworth fan when it does come to Thor and when it came to Rush. Mm -hmm. But when it came to Black Whatever, I had no desire to see that. I am a little bit more interested in seeing um, In the Heart of the Sea, but I just found out he was in it. And it wasn't me that drew him into this movie. Oh, really? Was it just the whale overall? Oh, yeah, and the book. Yeah, so it's based on the book called Moby Dick. Obviously, the Herman, the Herman Melville <laughs> but classic. Based, but it's not actually based on the book Moby Dick. It's based it's on the based story that influenced the yes. sinking of the Essex, which I guess is the vessel. I, that Moby Dick yeah, And Pinocchio is on the uh, the boat, too. <laughs> well, doesn't Hemsworth get swallowed by the shark? Is that what happened to Moby Dick? No, the shark? By, Moby Dick. by the shark? Yeah, then the shark gets swallowed by the whale, and he gets comes out of the shark to enter uh-huh. the whale. That's why we call that girl, girl Moby Dick. <laughs> She's the best. I, we're going to keep going. <laughs> anyway, it's opening yeah. up here next week, so we'll see how it does get some predictions out there. I, I want to see it. That's all I want to say. I'll probably see it, too. Um, within the Heart of the Sea, failing to make big waves, The Hunger Games mm-hmm. Mockingjay Part 2 still controlled foreign charts. Um, for the third week running, it topped all films, picking up another $32.4 million. Worldwide total is already mm. at $523.9 million. It's going to come to a screeching halt. And that's not even that good, and people yeah, don't love it. Yeah. But it has the money. In second place, Spectre added $23 million to its haul. The James Bond film has generated... <laughs> these are, Wow. The numbers just get bigger and bigger as we go this year. $792 million worldwide. It should pass the $800 million mark next week. Could no, do a billion. I don't, I don't think it's going to make as much Skyfall. No. I don't think no, it, it can't. No. It's not going to be able to make that ground. It's not as good. And it just didn't move that quick. Let's yeah. see. The Good Dinosaur and The Martian rounded up the top five, taking fifth and third place respectively. Yeah. The animated film about the <clears throat> lovable dinosaur earned 19.4 million and has generated 131 million globally. Mm. So it's nothing to balk at, no, but when yeah. you're talking about we've had Pixar movies open yeah. to over well, inside half outs that. Over, inside outs at um, 700 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. And yeah. then for the most part the Martian added for its part, the Martian added 13.5 million. It's also at 570.8 million dollars. Pixar could have 30 bombs in a row and still be rolling in dough. Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward next week to how many... I mean, no, we're getting Star Wars. I know London's getting it a few days before us. Or is it like a week before us in London? Yeah, I think so. England? I'm sorry, not just London. Uh, <laughs> is it opening everywhere? In the, I know the U.S. opens the 17th, 18th, but is it opening everywhere? I think so. Like, is it going to drop everywhere in one day and just... Like, it's going to be... be like, whole, Yeah. This thing's going to do 3.5 billion. Yeah. Hold it's going to smash find out. every record there is. Wow, Google Star Wars release pattern. There you go. It's going to be unbelievable. They should open uh, in Russia first. 
Russia's a good place to open. Uh, goodness. Mm. They love Han Solo over there. They it's are. Really they are. Up. It's. I've never seen this much marketing before for a movie. This is unbelievable. Like every single channel and every single thing and every single store you go <sighs> yeah. to is Star Wars in your face. They said they sold like 50 million in pre-sale tickets already. <sighs> It's going to so, do, do 500 million. Well, you go and you go online and every days. theater has it at like yeah. five screens in the theater in the U.S. Yeah. They did a Force um, Awakens panel the other day. Christian was, uh, yeah, he Christian was, Harlow was like interviewing everybody. He interviewed the whole cast and crew. And that's blowing up. He's going to be next those host guys of Jeopardy or something. Are going to the premiere. How crazy and psycho are they? I don't know what they did. They, <laughs> they, I mean, they did I'm something. having a little bit of a problem finding <clears throat> somebody, somebody, somebody help somebody out. Well, on next this week, short notice. We'll get it next week. We'll next week's going to be the big week. Star Wars. Yes, that is something that will play into yeah, we'll our numbers predictions. Yeah. So that is our international numbers about, for the uh, week. What? A journey from... No, no. It's out. Did you have a planned story? <laughs> I, yeah. Well, no. But, I, <laughs> but I you were going to make one up. just love talking about that movie. That's a great title. That's yeah. the best. This is an eight-minute trailer. <laughs> I know. Don't be. It's the best I still haven't seen it. But you, we can move on to the international titles game. Let's go. Break out the Rosetta Stone because it's time for the international title game. What was that? That was me making the wrong turn in Burbank. That was um, the makeup person doing your makeup today, sir. Oh, yeah. I did my makeup today. <laughs> yeah. That was you in the mirror doing yourself, your own makeup. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I was able to find out from uh, before you start your game yeah. in your mm-hmm. during your dance, yes. I was able to find some things out <laughs> worldwide. It seems like for the most part, the earliest that we're going to be seeing um, the Force Awakens is the USA, which they have the premiere, Obviously. 14th. Mm-hmm. Then the UK, 15th London premiere. Australia has the 16th uh, premiere. And then we have a whole bunch opening on the 16th from Belgium to Switzerland to Finland to France to Indonesia to Italy to Morocco to all Philippines. All I need to know I'm is trying to find China. China. <laughs> That's I'm all looking, you need to know. I'm looking. It's going to be unbelievable in China. China. China, this has, I don't know if this is right. What does it say? January 9th. Ooh. Yeah, they're going to let everybody see it. Because you know what they're going to do? So they're not going to get it out to next year. Yeah, but here's what's going to happen. <laughs> gonna they're going to be so hyped up to see this. Yeah. Because they're waiting and waiting mm-hmm. and waiting that it may do like $500 million in one day over there. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm Maybe. not kidding. I mean, it, it jumps. You have yeah. almost everyone seeing mm-hmm. it by December 18th. And then the last two columns on, the last two sections on IMDb at least, mm-hmm. say Greece, December 24th, which is only a, a week jump. And then China, January 9th. Do you remember the opening to Olympics that China did? Yes. <laughs> it's going to be very similar to that opening. That week. was amazing. They, <laughs> they killed that. I, I, yeah, it's going to be amazing it's stuff. Be amazing. They blew right. it out of the water in Beijing. <laughs> now we can go on. I wonder to... if this is true in China. I, I heard that you know some of the theaters only had like you know hundred seating, but they let like five hundred people in. Like people so, like, sit on each other's laps. In yeah, they kinda cram like, in. Kind of like subways. Kind of like they do all the time. I don't think I can research that on on the fly. Yeah, <laughs> but you can continue with well, your game. Well, they're used to crowding over there and like in small spaces. Have you seen and videos like of their subways? They're insane. It's insanity. They're like sardines. It's pickpocket central in? over there. Yeah. All right. Let's they're go. Let's continue. Game. They do the best stuff. Let's get to the game. Okay. Now that we've led you in five <laughs> times, uh, Ron Howard, you know, in the yes. heart of the sea, uh, he's a talented guy, and he always was. Yeah. Um, you know. Always has been. Always has been. Happy days. Um, he is the happy days, and when he was Opie and. You know, everything else he's done. Uh, great actor. He doesn't even act anymore, but still. American Graffiti. Yeah, it's fantastic. There's an ad for cinnamon rolls on this, and they look delicious. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon rolls are good. We'll go buy some after this. I know a place. Let's place down the block. Please continue. All right. Backdraft. Yes, I yeah. love it. A really good movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone, um, go see it. Yeah, go see Backdraft. Curve yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, bathed, or bathed, bathed in fire red. Hmm. Bathed in fire bathed. red. Bathed. That makes sense. In fire red. Yes. Makes sense. Bathed okay. Red. Ransom, the Mel Gibson classic. Yes. Before he was absolutely bizarre and crazy, but I like that. So anyway. Um, kidnapper, wanted. Mm. I wonder if it was like, I wonder if it was like okay. a 
No idea. Maybe like an ad in a paper, kidnapper wanted. Yeah, okay. Probably on the underground or in that. Um, in the heart of the sea, Beluga, oh. Whales Pass. Beluga, Whales Pass. Beluga is like a caviar. No, it's not. It's yes, like it a is. type of whale. No, no. It's a caviar. No, it's a type of whale. It's also caviar. I'm pretty. Isn't it a type of whale? <laughs> I am like that song thought, that Rafi or whatever is saying. Actually, thing? beluga caviar diet is more prominent around Romania. Yeah, see. I thought wow. Was, I, I thought it was a Jungle Book character. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got me all. Is beat. beluga not a type of whale? <laughs> there some, is I, beluga whale. I, I see, there is a beluga there whale. Is a beluga whale. So maybe that's What was the character's name in Jungle Book? I know a chick named Beluga as well. Baloo. Baloo. That's all I'm thinking of. All right, next. <laughs> the Missing. Oh, yeah, that's the one with Tommy Lee Jones, Kate Blanchett. Yes. Ghost Hunter fans. Mm. So we'll go again. Backdraft. Bathe in fire red. Ransom. Kidnapper. Wanted. Yeah, gotcha. In the heart of the sea. Beluga. <laughs> Whales pass. The Missing. Ghost Hunter fans. Uh, go with the boogaloo. <laughs> boogaloo. <laughs> the, the electric boogaloo. Yeah, electric I'm boogaloo. Going with, too. I'm going with ghost hunter fans. What ghost, was it? Ghost, yeah, ghost hunter. That's the one I was. Mm. Ghost hunter fans? With. Yeah. Okay. And, oh, uh, I'm worried that we don't have a winner. And Marissa. Marissa's going with the missing. Ghost. Yeah. yeah. Did one of us win? The answer is no. Oh, no. no. It's ransom, kidnapper, no. wanted. Ah. I knew it, dude. So, Darn I mean, so it. you would think, you would think on the this. one sheet says kidnapper wanted? <laughs> That's crazy town. Uh, damn. <laughs> Winner. Right Fine. You can win this one. Two I'm winners. Still, Good still, job. Have a nice reeling, week. Still reeling off my Patriots loss, so I'm just not going to Oh, thank you. I was looking for... Why are your notes bigger than my notes? Those are... I print them. Oh. Plus, I got, I'm just bigger all no around. fair. Okay. <laughs> Top five. Ron Howard. Why did it say best comedy movies? Because I didn't want to talk about the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> so you changed our whole game because you better. didn't want to talk about the Da Vinci Code. Because these are better What movies. do you have against the Da Vinci Code? Well, because I think Ron Howard's a better comedic director than he has drama. Mm, that's tough. Uh, Hold the way till you read these. Yeah, you read the stuff on the list. I can't. I haven't seen them, so let's go. <clears throat> I know one. I, I know two off the top of my head that I really like. They're, they're the, one of them that is, are comedies or just his movies comedies. in general. One of them is my top five uh, favorite movie of all time. One of these. Yep. All right. Well, next to take a while. Guess what it is. I can't wait to hear. Well, well it's Creed, Raging Bull. No, not Creed. Rocky, okay. Raging Bull. Number one, Major League. On your list that you've now crafted because you changed your show. Yeah. Is how the Grinch stole Christmas. That's number is that one. It? Is that your favorite? Oh, no. You, you, and you put them in the wrong order. <laughs> just reading from the back. Gosh. Had a rough week. Well, now yeah, you guys got the surprise. That's what we're going to end up. Um, number, five number five is Night Shift. Oh, that's Bringing it. in adjusted no, it actually almost isn't. 60 oh, really? million no. from 82. This is not. Did you think you thought this was his favorite? Yeah. Has anybody. Because of the subject have, have matter. You saw this? I've never seen this. This Sorry. is the movie that broke Michael Keaton. Yeah. It Michael was his Keaton. first starring role ever. Okay. Yeah. He destroyed this. This is where he got all these movies afterwards. Um, I, I've never seen this movie, actually. He broke out in a big way. I've heard of this, but I've not seen it. Uh, it's uh, Henry Winkler, who's the Fonz, obviously. Yep. Shelley Long. Um, they ru- they work in a morgue, and then they turn it into a prostitution ring. Yeah. Right up my alley. <laughs> this is why I thought immediately it was your favorite. And they got prostitution. Just it had prostitution <laughs> yeah. ring in it. Well, I love no. any kind of ring, but prostitution rings are the best rings. Okay. Um, it's it's Like I said, you can't make these kind of movies anymore because the general public won't go to see them. This was a fantastic film and just real fun. And Michael Keaton destroyed this. Probably his best work. How much did it make? Uh, adjusted fifty nine point eight. Wow, so that's a adjusted twenty one. Yeah, pretty good. Um, all the next spot goes to Gung Ho. It was also yes. Ron Howard's yes. first studio. Eighty two million yes. adjusted. Thirty six. This 36. is my favorite. <laughs> this I one? absolutely I love, love this movie. I love Gung Ho too. <laughs> it is so blue collar and so goddamn good. I might watch it when I go. I home. forgot. All of, I forgot. Do you guys have the Howard. same movie mind? Like, which movie do you like disagree with each other? Not many. On? Not, Not many. many. <laughs> I Not love Gung Ho. I watched it so many times growing up. Michael Keaton. It's about a Japanese company that comes in and takes over this auto plant because mm-hmm. this town's about to die. And it's a real clash of East meets West. And it's just fantastic. I can't really, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, look, Toyota used uh, you know, the film as an example of how not to manage Americans. They used it. Like, they played the, the mm-hmm. film to people. 
because it was that good. It was about a, it's about America being lazy, which yeah. they are. It was way before its time. I mean, you know, the Japanese people, they don't go home. They sit there until the car is perfect. Yeah. We don't do that. We want to go to like school graduations. They don't yeah. do that. But the film shows like they do it at the cost of being close to their family. And right. America and there's Mike King gives this great speech. Where he's like, "You want to hear number one yeah. comedy?" You know, he's, he's like, Jilly, "He's like Jelly Bean, something dropped 45 points in the first half of the game. <laughs> they called me off the bench. They put me on him. Guess how many points he scored for the rest of the game? Goose egg, baby. <laughs> he's like, he scored nothing. Well, there you go. That's go and then Michael Keaton right lies. There. If you're ever going to listen to me, go watch this movie. Yeah, I endorse this movie. I need to go it, watch it now. It's All right. unbelievable stuff. I haven't stuff. seen it in a while. I need to watch it. But again. it's, uh, you know... Uh, we have to talk about the full Sorry. list. The next one is Splash. <laughs> next time, just put Dunhill in... No. <laughs> no. All right, what's the next one? Splash. Mimi Rogers was hot in that, too. Jeez, Splash bringing in $173 million adjusted, 69.8 unadjusted. This is the one that came to my mind right away. Besides so mm-hmm. another one, which mm-hmm. I'm curious to hear if it's on this list. Um, Splash is great. Tom Hanks, early. If people yep. forget, he started with comedy. Mm-hmm. He was the 12th choice. And also the first time he teamed up with I John Candy. Yes. John Candy and him in his movie have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. They went on to do uh, another film called Volunteers Together. I think they might have done one more film together after that. I can't remember, you know, but yeah. so good together. I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus was uh, going to be the mermaid. Oh, she really? Actually, Is that Daryl She was actually signed on. Oh, wow. And Daryl Hannah was so scared. Cause, but Julia Louis-Dreyfus didn't want to show them uh, you know, her things. Daryl Hannah You know, uh, Travolta passed on this as well. I can't oh, imagine right. Travolta in this role with John Candy. But he looks good in, as uh, Robert Shapiro in the OJ thing that's going to hmm. come on FX. That's yeah. my new favorite. One more thing. <laughs> you know who the first choice to play this was? Who? <laughs> Take a no. wild guess. It, no. Are you lying? <laughs> no, I'm not. It wasn't Stallone. Okay. okay. Then that means it's going to be Sean, Sean, Sean Penn. Penn. Yes. Is he really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, he's the uh. best. If he would have did this, he would have crushed it. Because it was Spicoli time. Who would have won an Oscar probably? For? All right. <laughs> would have been the second the on the, the top five Ron best films of all time. Howard list is Parenthood. Yes, that's the last one. Two hundred and nine million adjusted. A hundred million unadjusted. I love Parenthood. I love that movie it's growing fantastic. up. I never watched the TV show. Apparently, it's really good. Mm-hmm. But it's a totally different thing from the movie. Uh, probably one of my favorite Steve Martin films overall. Um, the Jerk is better than that. It's just really funny. There's even a great scene where like. There's one where like he, he he has these daydreams throughout the movie mm-hmm. where his kid just messes you know he teaches kids well he's like graduating college and then like the kid misses like a home run gets embarrassed then he he manages the kid like do, basically like becoming a mass murderer it's like really dark stuff at times mm-hmm. but it's done so well with Ron Howard and the cast for this movie phenomenal See, isn't this list better than the the Da Vinci Code? <laughs> And some other bullshit that he's done. I'm not saying it's bad, but that's nobody wants to watch what, those movies. What Everybody other wants to talk things do you comedy. not like? Everything else, but it's not comedy. What about? No, any, the Vinci Code's terrible. Well, a Beautiful Backdraft. Mind. Backdraft is good, and then like Paul Thirteen. Yeah, yeah, those are good movies, oh, but Paul these, these comedies are better than that. All right, number one goes to How the Grinch Stole Christmas, bringing in four hundred million dollars adjusted, two hundred and sixty adjusted. Not his best movie. No, uh, very forgettable. I I was working in a movie theater. When this came out, mm-hmm. and uh, I often refer to it as my Vietnam, because it was the most insanely packed movie theaters ever been. Like it was mm-hmm. insane. Well, it was Jim Carrey at the top of his game at That's this point? That's the thing, and it was just a perfect mix of everything. Jim Carrey, a beloved Christmas classic, came out around the holidays. I just remember working movie theater and like, you know, people breaking down like. It was just so busy, so many kids, so much popcorn on the floor. It was such a big movie. I mean, and now just imagine that times a thousand for about two <laughs> yeah, weekends from true. now. This did really oh, well. No. It did really well in China too. They loved Jim Carrey, um, mm. but it used to take uh, it take Jim Carrey every day eight hours a day to put this makeup on. Oh, screw that! He felt so confined and uncomfortable in the latex skin that he, he went to like a, um, like a Zen guru. So he wouldn't, because he's so ADD and crazy, mm-hmm. to sit there for eight hours while this, uh, you know, putting this stuff on, he uh, he couldn't handle it. So he got zenned out, and now he turned into a Zen master after this. So he credits that with this. Interesting. Yeah. Well, oh. those are your on. It's called torture resistance technique. That's what hmm. he was doing. Howard, best comedy movies for him. Here are your notes back. I need that. 
because this is where all the gold is. <laughs> One piece of paper. Yep. You can talk about some of these upcoming films. We talked a little bit already about In the Heart of the Sea yep. because it's released internationally. But it is opening up in our box office this upcoming week. Um, I mean, they're just getting whatever they can before yeah. Star Wars comes out. I yeah. Mean, it's, I mean, it's a cash grab right now. They got to do it. It's really our only big wide release coming out. Yep. It only We have Hunger Games coming in at 18.6. It's going to drop probably another half. I mean, it already dropped 64. Mm-hmm. That means you have to get this film to make more than $10 million to yeah. get the number one spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, you know, they had to, uh, the whole cast was on 500 uh, calorie diets, 500 calories yeah, a day. Yeah, they lost a lot of weight. That's like nothing. Yeah, that's insane. I don't ever want you to go on that kind of diet. I will never go on that type of diet. Can't have you losing your assets. <laughs> um, don't, don't let Roxy go on it either. I feel. I also I'll let her know. <laughs> I also feel like there's just no real momentum for this movie. Like no one I know is talking about it. It's kind of like, oh, is that what's coming out the week before Star Wars? I, I agree that there's not a ton of momentum around yeah, this. Nobody cares. But there's not really a ton of momentum besides <clears throat> Creed, which I'm, there's a lot of people love. There's not a ton of love around these movies. Yeah, you're getting some love for like the indie movies, and they're coming yeah. out mm-hmm. in four or five theaters. Like that's yep. not really doing that much. But people are really blinded by Star Wars now. They, they're it's full. It's one track mind Star Wars stuff right now, and nobody else cares about anything. They'll watch something, but they'll, they'll be thinking about Han Solo when they see the whale pop up. And the two movies that are coming out the same weekend as Star Wars are very counter-programming with Sisters mm-hmm. and Chipmunk. And Point Break. Don't forget about Point Break. Does that come out the same weekend? Though? It's tracking well. I'm telling you, Point Break is going to do decent. <laughs> it needs yeah. to, or I'm going to be in big trouble. It's going to be really poor. When Star Wars is sold out, everybody, go buy a ticket to Point Break. Please. <laughs> I'll, I'll give right. everybody a backpack. I got like a hundred backpacks at my house. <laughs> the Big Short is also coming yeah, the out saw. with the one I saw. It's, it's coming out in seven theaters, though. So it uh, just dives into how horrible the banks were and mm-hmm. everything that happened. And a lot of people are in it. Brad Pitt's any, in it. Like, any, uh, any nudity? Steve no. Carell. I heard Christian Bale's like one of the standouts in the movie. I mean, is. it's really great. There's really good performances. Mm-hmm. Really interesting use of soundtrack. Mm-hmm. One of the most interesting uses of soundtrack I've 80s? heard in a long time. 80s music? Everything. Switching from like metal to Phantom of the Opera to like mm-hmm. who knows well, it's Adam, it's, Adam it's, it's cool. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, which is really interesting because he's known <clears> for doing the Anchormans and like Step Brothers. Like he's a comedic he, director and this is him kind of stepping outside of mm-hmm. that. He really wanted to do this movie. Paramount was like, the only way you're gonna let, we're going to let you do this is if you do Anchorman 2 first. And he was like, fuck, I don't want to do that. But they were forced to do it to get this out because he wanted to be taken serious as a director. I mean, you'd be surprised to give and take in Hollywood nowadays. I mean, to get something done, you have to do something else. It was like Sony. It was like it was like music with like Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Anytime uh, I think it was Sony who owned Michael's uh, stuff, they wouldn't let MTV play the. They wouldn't give MTV the video Mm -hmm. unless they played their other artists' videos before the Michael Jackson videos. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was just it's that kind of give and take. All right. So also coming out is Don Verdeen. This I don't really know much about. I this don't either. Is, <laughs> but you wanted to talk about This it. is coming off of, I mean, this is obviously Jared Hess, who directed one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, you know, what's that, what's that one called again? Uh, I don't um, know. It's your favorite. It's not, Napoleon, it's not Napoleon Dynamite. It's uh, uh, what the hell is it called? It Can you give my me memory. some plot points? Yeah, it's Surveillance Does. It's uh, Sam Rockwell is in it. Uh, uh, Gen- Gentleman Bronco. Gentleman Bronco. Okay. Fantastic film. It's so bizarre. All right. And so what is this? This is where he plays like some down and out preacher who like, make, you know, an archaeologist or something who finds like a statue. <laughs> How many theaters is this opening in? <laughs> like a couple. Okay. Yeah. We're but not I mean, talk about it it's going to be the best. We're going to also, <laughs> what we should mention is Legend is supposedly getting its nationwide <clears throat> oh, release really? okay. on <laughs> the 11th. <laughs> so it's going to tank. Yeah, I don't think it's got enough. I mean, a lot of people have praised Tom Hardy's performance in it. Mm-hmm. That has been out it's there. A good character study. Um, it's made already nine hundred and six thousand domestically, um, okay. but that's mm-hmm. with a really limited release. It started on November twentieth, bringing in four theaters. It up to forty the weekend of the twenty seventh. It up to sixty last weekend, but last weekend it was only tracking about 4,000 per theater, versus when it opened it was tracking about 21. It's just not a four-quadrant movie. It's a very small no. indie kind yeah. of film. It's not going to make not, any damage. No. There's another movie coming out. I don't know if it's on your paper. No, um, it's not, which means we're not going to talk about it. No, it's it. Bleeding Heart. It's a Jessica, Al- no, Jessica Biel and uh, 
Zosha Mamet. Well, no wonder we haven't heard of that. <laughs> yeah, but she, Jessica Biel plays a yoga instructor. Okay, well, so now, there's going to be yoga pants. Yes, so she, and she has to protect her sex, uh, you know, worker sister from her deadbeat boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Now, I wish Jessica Biel was the sex, you know, worker, but she's not because she's the yoga. So I'll take that because I'd rather see her as a yoga girl, you know, with the yoga pants and stuff. I'm actually All working right. on a script with Finstock right now. It's a uh, inspirational kind of like retelling of history, mm-hmm. but oh. it's about the man who invented yoga pants. Yes. Finstock's going to play him, and it's. I think yes. it's going to be a real, like, heartwarming, yeah. kind of, like, victorious kind of movie. Yeah, we're going to... Yeah, you we're say gonna, victorious, I say horror. It's horror only, slasher film It's only four pages long. At you. It's four pages long, but it's going to be a feature length. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> yeah, it's going to be featured. The, the yeah. trailer shot All is right. when Well, now he's that we know everything like, that's coming I'll out... I'll let you know when the auditions are at. You are, They're going to be next we're week. We're going to start our predictions. Okay. So, keep in mind, we have In the Heart of the Sea coming out, and we are expanding legend. Um... To take on the current box office, Hunger Games, Carabas Creed, Dinosaur, Spectre. Big take- Short Big Short is um, nationwide, right? No, Big Short's seven. Oh, okay. This is tough, man, because everything's so close together, and they're all like not great, someone yeah. really good. It's going to be interesting. All right, I'm going to go number one. I think Carabas is going to fall off hard. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is tough. I'm sticking, I guess, with Hunger Games, because mm. I, I don't see anything... Coming in to dethrone it. You think Hardesty yeah. can do 18? The only thing is if Hunger... doesn't need to do 18. Yeah, it needs to do I don't think Hardesty... I think Hardesty yeah. might do like... Do like 16. Hardesty might do like 12. So... That could win. That could that win. could win. Shit, everything's so close. Oh, damn it. All right. Well, I guess I'll go Hardesty number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I'm going to give it to... Krampus and, and Hunger Games are two... A million and a, about two million away it's from so each other. It's so close. It's so close. And I think Creed dropped off the less, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give number two to Creed. Yes. Ah. Which, no, three to Creed. So it goes um, Heart of the Sea, Hunger Games, Creed, then I'll go Krampus, and then I'll go Hunger. No, then I'll go Good Dinosaur. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's the best I got. All right. They're all so close. That's that was interesting. very interesting. Take uh, it away. Yeah, okay. Um, can, <clears throat> all right. Wait, let me see this. So, Hunger Games dropped sixty four percent. Yeah, big drop off. You're going to look at this probably doing fifteen. Mm-hmm. It probably do what the Good Dinosaur did, maybe a little lower. Now, Excuse can me, the Heart 15? of the Sea do that? Mocking Jay's only off. If it falls off, just ha- mm-hmm. if it falls off forty percent, you're looking at like. I'm going to go to Heart of the Sea number one. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Hunger Games number two. Mm-hmm. Right there with me. I really think I think Creed could be number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, created two, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go Good Dinosaur number four, mm-hmm. and Krampus number five. So we're switched up by one. Did I say Creed number two or three? You said three. Three. I want to switch that. I'm rig- I meant to say two. You I t- no, do no, no, because I originally meant to say <laughs> it's gonna be hard to see Creed, Hunger Games, then uh, Good Dinosaur, and Kr- oh, Krampus and Good Dinosaur. Sorry. I Is that what you're that's sticking it. with? That's, that's what I meant to say the first time. I just confused myself. Yeah, because I, not, threw, I threw you off. It's not hard. <laughs> I was thinking yoga pants. All right. Yeah, yoga pants. I have pants. to sneeze. Oof, boy. Okay. This is tough. I have to sneeze. Um, <laughs> Do it. I can't. I'll be hot. No, uh, so I've never seen you sneeze before. Anyway. <laughs> in, <laughs> in the heart of the sea. <laughs> in the heart of the sea is going to be number one. Then we're going to go to Hunger Games. Then Creed. Then Krampus. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I'm going to throw it out there and put Legend in there. Wow. Wow. Okay. I really think Creed I mean, it's tracking. Legend could. dropped down to like 4,000 mm-hmm. per theater. That's what Hunger okay. Games is at right now. Hunger Games is at 4,000 per theater. It's going to do less than that because it's going wider. But right now, our fifth spot is going to a, a movie that's bringing in 2,800 per theater. Yeah. It's mm. possible. Okay. Do you sneeze like a chick? Like they hold it in? Or do you just go theatrically sneeze? Well, obviously, I just let it pass. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, okay. We For right now. <laughs> but I mean, if you're at your house, are you, are you just like, choo? Or is it just like you do the old the little chick thing? Yeah. What, what was that? Did you? It just looked like you like. Yeah, they go like. You know, they don't. They don't want to sneeze. <laughs> they hold their nose like. Yeah, they hold I'm their a nose. person. I I sneeze sometimes unless I like feel like oh crap I can't make noise right now and then I don't. 
Okay, so like that's how normal people operate. So it's structured sneezing. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't hold my nose. Moving on. Like, no. I just let Marissa, it please yeah, save yeah, me and like, tell me that we have a caller on the line. I need some help. So, call so it much help. So get to or Marissa, week. you can just talk to That's me. No callers right no now. Calls right now. Uh, if they want to call, they can always call 424-253-0504. Yeah. Hold on. That was... Say I'll that see, again. You know, that's that a was. different number than we had last time. That's I think why. so. 424-253-0503. 254. 254-253. 0504. Zero 04. Zero four. Zero four. Zero four. That's a that was sexy. Uh, that's our, that was our old, that's our old number. That was very that was very sexy. It's because we change studios. Yeah, I think it's because yeah. we always Every are like bouncing different. around. For, I'll do a better job of finding out what the number is before the show because we out. do because we do change studios once in a while. We do and tweeting it. We're out just there. being confusing to people. I know it's kind of rude of us. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are you oh. are you flying somewhere for the holidays? Yes. Where? I'm not telling you. <laughs> you, you that no, off. I'm going snowboarding. <laughs> really? I'm going to Utah. Oh, yeah, you bought that snowboard. I did. Is that how you're going to use it over there? Yeah. No, you Utah, Lord, the Mammoth. Uh, point break? You're not Mormon, are you? You're not Mormon. No, I'm not Mormon. Good. Not, not anything bad about them, but I'm glad you're not. Oh. Yeah. I think people are going to take that offensively. Well, no, I'm not saying they're bad people. I just don't want you to be Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case, you know. All right, I think we got a call. Uh, thanks for calling Box Office Breakdown. Who do we got? Hey, this is Chris Austin. Yes. yes. Hey, Chris. What's up? Chris, what's up, buddy? Dude, great picture the other day, yeah. man. Fantastic uh, stuff. So good. You never cease to amaze yeah, thank me. thank you. You know what? You're going to get a point break uh, book bag for that. <laughs> a book bag? Yeah. Do you have any books? You, no, it, well, it's, it's a really nice waterproof uh, bright orange bag just in case you're like, you know, you know, going through the jungle. Your plane crashes yeah. and you're oh, in you need to, well, it's waterproof. You're dealing so. with a yeah. tsunami. Yeah, it'll, it's a flotation device as well, and uh, I think you know a lot about them. Yeah, I, mean, I always try to send pictures of practical things that can be used. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not trying to send anything that's unpractical. It's just, yeah, I, it's useful uh, stuff. I don't I mean, want to waste anybody's time. No, it just um, uh, it, it, uh, it inspires me <laughs> to be a better to be a better man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm trying to do with my life. Good. You're doing a good job. That's you all got we're it. trying to do. You got it, Chris. That's all we're trying to do. Um, well, I really blew it with my top five uh, oh, last week. It's okay. Join the club. Hey. Well, you know, no one saw Kravis come through like that. Uh, you had your, you know, you had your hands full. You should have seen Kravis because you. <laughs> <laughs> But do you have a do you have a top five to make up for it this week? I don't have a top five, but I do have a, a question. Yeah, yes. right. this is something that's just been eating me up inside, and I want to get your all's thoughts on this. Okay. okay. Um. So I keep seeing this this random nonsense where people are talking about like uh, you know it's like for every single role that comes up, they're like, oh well, it should be Chris Pratt, or oh it should mm-hmm. be Benedict Cumberbatch, or oh it should yeah. be Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. and now I'm seeing like in the female. Yeah. And um, the female genre with like Emily Blunt, it's like every single role that comes up, they're like, mm-hmm. Emily Blunt should play this role. Well, of course, Emily mm-hmm. Blunt should play that role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking back, I was watching Jurassic Park the other night, and I mm-hmm. was like, you know, nobody knew, knew who Sam Neill was, or mm-hmm. Laura Dern, or Jeff mm-hmm. Goldblum, Fat mm-hmm. the Fly, when that came out. So, I mean, what I are think, your thoughts on the importance of casting original actors instead of just everyone relying <clears> on these same groups of people i think I, go ahead i think it depends on what the Great movie question. has because um, you look at this and how a movie gets made really depends like if you have an unknown writer attaching a well-known actor is going to get your movie pushed to the mm-hmm. front of the line versus if you have an entity like star wars it thrives on casting unknowns and making mm-hmm. new careers but that's because the brand of that has the power to do it but also people have been relying on the past couple of years on A-list stars to continue their movies and make pairings like you see the whole Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence making five movies in a row mm-hmm. but that's starting to fail and you're starting to see more movies because there's so many A-listers there's so many people who get a well known role and get fans off of it but fans also really flock to genre Genre. When you look at what people want to see, like, yes, it will pull in some seats to bring in an A-list actor, but genre right now seems to pull in more people than the actor itself because actors are everywhere. You're getting A-list names in every realm of film from movies that have $2 million budgets to movies that have 
200. Like, there's there's no qualification. But for the movie-making process, it's still for the production teams. You get those actors involved, and your movie is going to get more money, and it's going to get moved quicker. That's 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 a great answer. Um, but, the, you know, the crazy thing is 95% of these studio execs are followers. They're, they don't know much. They think uh, they're like, oh, yeah, let's get this guy for this guy or this guy for that. They're, they're very weak-minded people, and most of, them, most of them are out of touch. They just have a lot of money, and they throw a lot of money at these people, and the movies have been failing, just like Sarah has said. I think they should give uh, you know, no-name actors more of a chance in bigger movies. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's a, you know, it's a money-hungry business, which, and it's, it's more than ever than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, we got a bunch of idiots running it. I, I equate it to um, Republicans. They're almost out. Oh, gosh. They're almost done. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. We just have to wait till these guys die off. So, like, new Democrats <laughs> with fresh ideas come oh. in because this is just yeah. really making me well, sick. Let's and not the business turn this is to making politics. me sick. Let's keep it let on me, movies. Uh, let me say this. Um, I think you, you're thinking about people really, the fans really get caught up with a certain actor and they're like, oh, because they're kind of like one track mind sometimes. Let's not forget two years ago, Chris Pratt was not a household name. Mm-hmm. Marvel took a chance mm-hmm. and took this kid from a sitcom. And the only other really feature film he had was like some side character comedies and a very small role in Zero I'm Dark not 30. Saying, I'm not saying the power of the star doesn't mm-hmm. exist. Oh, I totally but, I agree with everything you said. About but that. also, like, taking like you take Chris Pratt, yeah. who, yes, had Jurassic World, and yes, you're going to want to attach him. I'm sure there's a play out there where you're going to get audiences in there if he does a fantastic um, performance in a mm-hmm. drama, but they might not get in the seats as quickly as they are. you're going to put him in any type of super action or whatever genre they're excelling in. Well, look at Point Break. There's no stars in that. Yeah. And it's going to hurt a movie like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also, but, I'm, I'm thinking about someone like Oscar Isaac, uh, mm-hmm. for example. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't feel like a lot of people knew him, mm-hmm. but you got Ex Machina and Sandra mm-hmm. Davis, and now, I mean, he's going to blow up. And I would just hate to see him become one of those people where it's like, for every single role, it's like cast Oscar Isaac for Indiana Jones. You they, know, it's like, they'll just throw like, tons of money at him. Either. They're going to throw yeah, tons of money but at him. But here's the thing Indiana Jones was Han Solo before he was Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford wasn't some guy they just pulled out of. No, he was a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean. I also look at like Rebecca Ferguson, who blew up this year because of Mitch Paul. I'd never heard of her no. until that movie. Mm-hmm. So I think they're still going and finding some of these. And Star Wars is a great example. All these kids that are in this movie are not stars. Oh, you they're get the, literally me, you, and Sarah could be in Star Wars and still do a billion dollars. And that's a good point. When you you said Spielberg, you know, cast like Sam Neill, Goldblum. Listen, you could put us three in that movie. The dinosaurs were the star of that movie. That's not yes. take away from those actors. They did a fantastic job. Right. But also, look who was making that movie, Spielberg. That mm-hmm. guy could pick whoever he wants. If he saw a PA, was like, I yeah, like this kid. Like this guy. Throw him in. The, no one's going to question He him. found the little girl from Poltergeist in the mall. Yeah. He's like, hey, yeah, you're yeah, going to be, you're gonna be on here. Yeah. It'll cost but, uh, her life eventually, but still. Listen, I get sick of it, too. When everyone's like, Emily Blunt for this, Emily Blunt for that, that. It's like, yeah, you know what? That's fans, I think, a little bit more than the studio. I hear it every single day. And, it's like you know, the little kid being like, Guardians of the Galaxy is, my, is the best movie ever made. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, well, dude, great like, question. I think that's where my yeah, you know what? You, you're going to definitely get the point break. DM me yeah. your uh, address again. You, you know, fantastic question. Fantastic yeah, thank pictures. Thank you so much, Chris. So, it's yeah. awesome yeah. talking to you. I think we do have Wrap to get wrapped pretty quickly now. We got one more? No. Uh, I don't think we have time Shit. for one more. It'll no, be on word do. from Marissa. Marissa, do we have time for one more? Are we out? Yeah, you got time for a couple more. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, see? She just All said right. rap him. No offense, Chris, but we know we have to uh, get other people on the phone. I just saw the word rap, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. See, I knew what I'm talking All about. All right, so welcome to the Box Office Breakdown. Who do we I got? I watched it. Oh, yes. You've just gotten everyone very excited by your... Brian? More Creed stuff. Who is this again? Let me tell you something. That's Brian. Oh, okay. Is the best. Oh, it's so good. It's a, it's such a, it's a tearjerker. It is. It just your endorphin levels raise. The dopamine in your, in your brain goes up. I saw it it's again last amazing. night. You might have to have a debate with Demetri Panos. He's oh. not on who board with that? you. Who is that? You know Demetri. I have no idea who Demetri is. Wait, 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 wait. He sounds like an idiot. Please. Please repeat yourself. Sorry, Tom was over talking you. Sorry, buddy. It should make more money than Star Wars. Well, I don't know about that. It, I mean, no, it, it, it should. No. Oh, it should. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. that is going to. I mean, it's not going to, but it should. 
Uh, it, it should. I mean, look, it's 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 in my opinion the best movie I've seen this year. Creed. Oh, I was like, but you haven't seen Star Wars. No, but that's not going to be my favorite movie of the year. I, I'm really curious <laughs> to see if how well like reviews does. Oh, we lost them. Oh, okay. we lost you on the line. But we'll, we'll keep uh, talking call about. Call back and we'll try and see. Oh. I'm curious to see what the reviews are like for Star Wars. Like, I can, I'm really hoping Star Wars is, comes at like 85, so just so I can put the 85 rotten, 85 score next to the 9394 mm. of Creed. Be like, Ooh, it's I, I just hear Star Wars is going to be off the charts. Probably going to be a hundred of Rotten Tomatoes. No way. You think so? <sighs> I heard. It's, I, I did hear you watch it. the Carrie Fisher interview? She fantastic. said, "Go see it." I trust Carrie Fisher. <laughs> She's the best. I think. I, listen, I would love nothing more for it to be a hundred percent. I just, I'm going by the director's track record. He mm-hmm. has not. He has not made movies come close to hundred percent. Do yet. we have our yeah. caller back? Do we have another one? We yeah. have a caller. We have a caller. Hey, um, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Good question, Brian. Look, it's been a while. They're doing some things. Dylan. Back. It's Dylan. Wow! Dylan, I knew it right away. Dylan's back, man. Wow, he's, he's returned. Been, I he's mean, returned. The prodigal son. He's resurrected. The prodigal son has returned. Uh, What's going on, man? You been jet skiing with chicks? What's yeah, going on? he's jet skiing with chicks. Jet he's whitewater rafting. This summer. That guy's he's he's, 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 he's recovering from Black Friday. He does it. He does it twenty four seven. He's you know. Yeah, I've just been I've been so busy with. Trying to stay away from all the Star Wars stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. Were you hanging out in like uh, the yoga pants section of like Lucy Lemon, or whatever it's called? <laughs> well, I, that's what that's I do. not what it's called. It's called Lululemon. <laughs> yeah. We need a lot of tall colors actually talk. <laughs> Sorry. What's up, buddy? What do you got for us today? I'll tell you what. Bringing up Star Wars, uh, obviously, it's going to be the biggest of the next. You know, up until mm-hmm. the end of January for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but based off of opening weekend. Can you guess the next remaining top five for opening weekend, uh, based off of like just pr- prediction on forecast? Wait, what are you asking again? What those what those top five movies would be of the of the year grossing? No, 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 no. Of of from now until the end of January. What what the prediction on the number one? Oh, right. Star Wars number <laughs> Star one. Star Wars number one. But I don't know because I have to look at this calendar of what's coming out in January. Nothing it's spectacular. Nothing really. Right. No, we had a couple of things. I'll give you, I'll give you seven options. Okay. Four of them would be the correct. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Uh, joy. Mm. In the heart of the sea. I heard Joy's mm. terrible. The Revenant. Mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda 3. <laughs> right along to mm-hmm. uh-huh. the Hateful the Eight. Uh-huh. And 13 Hours. I mean, the Hateful Eight will make concept. some money. Star Wars will make money. Kung Ryan Fu Dolan Panda's going to make money. some dough, too. Star man. Wars, number one. Those first two Kung Fu Pandas made a lot the, of money. Uh, the Hateful Eight, number two. Kung Fu Panda, number three. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, number two. No way. It's going to be... It's going to... Hateful Eight is a three-hour Quinter Tail movie, which is going to make good money, but he, he never breaks the $100 million mark. Yeah, Barely breaks, ever. Well, maybe you might be right. Kung Fu Panda might do like I think 75 the Revenant, opening weekend. My, my friend's seen The Revenant. They said it's fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. Everyone's saying he it's like really good, in but... like Dead Horse or something. It's amazing two stuff. Two-hour, 40-minute movie that a lot of people... It's radar. It's not... It's a great indie hit. It's going to... I think it's going to be a hit for Leo, especially come towards Oscar time. It might get a push then, but... Mm-hmm. None of these movies are going to come close to Star Wars. I, I or noticed. Kung Fu Panda. I noticed, Dylan. You didn't. Le- you didn't uh, include Point Break in that. That's uh, very disappointing. <laughs> He's really offended. I mean, yeah. looking at. I'm, I'm, I'm offended that there's even a Point Break. <laughs> a lot of people are. A lot and of people are. The, and the knives have been thrown. Just to for some facts, Quentin Tarantino's largest opening that he's ever had was in 2009 for Glorious Bastards, which opened to 38. Yeah. Django opened to. 30. Um, but he really still can make some good money. I, I just really wish he didn't use Samuel Jackson again. I'm sick and tired of Samuel Jackson. He's so good in it, though. But he's yeah, always, I, I know, it. he writes great. for him. If I'm going to see Samuel Jackson, I want to be in a Tarantino movie. Those well, are arguably I mean, his best roles. Because I think, I think Tarantino is actually really black, <laughs> and he writes for Samuel Jackson, so... You know, well, basically. he does write for his characters in mind. He comes yes. out and says that. Like, he writes for actors. He doesn't... He, like... He specifically tailors who he wants to do, and then he calls them and it's like, I have a role for you. Do it. I think the top three whitest black like, that's guys... That's how he works. They're, I hear they're actually, white, but they're actually black. The top three. Her Tarantino's actually the twin brother of Spike Lee. <laughs> and they have a huge family... Like Tarantino's well, the blackest white guy. We... I'm the second blackest white guy. And JT's the third. I, I don't know what you want to say to that. <laughs> this is the position I'm normally put in. You, you want to hear what they're listing in as far as prediction was right sure. now? Sure, go ahead. Sure. 
number two, which is one hurts me to say, Ride Along 2 at 50. Uh, no way. I don't know. I think it's going to tank. Nope. Ride I saw along. a trailer for it at Creed yesterday, and people in the audience actually booed. Yeah, it looks the terrible. trailer. It's terrible. Go ahead. Uh, number three, Country Panda 3. That's at yep. 44 yeah. million. Yeah, sure. I mean, the last one opened to like 47. The one before yeah. that opened to 60. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to do good. Uh, so it was right on point. Hateful uh, 8 is right now at 30 million. Mm. Yep. That's about Sounds what is, about right. I think it'll be it might be a little higher though. It might be, it depends, man. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Tough. yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's at twenty three. Okay. Mm. And then thirteen hours, that's just below twenty two. Joy and then in the heart of the sea right now is at seventeen. Mm. Wow, we'll see. Hmm. We will see, we will see. I don't know if the in the heart of the sea is gonna make that much, but we'll find I out. I just can't wait to start trying to predict where Star Wars next week. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a full Star Wars I thing. can't even wrap my head Thanks for the call, Dylan. Thank you mm-hmm. very much. Um, All right, callers have been great. Yeah, Let's so next wrap this calls. up. Will so we... next week's our last episode for the year. Be- yep. Before the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Let's gonna, we'll go hardcore Star Wars. Yeah. So foreign Hi, titles, okay. top fives, we'll yep. get some names, we'll get some should predictions. Should we just bring Kenan? <laughs> yeah, we should. He doesn't, he, he uh, no, he's banned from the show. <laughs> Because he banned me from his show. Oh, so we're both oh, double banned. Double I'm actually even I'm banned from like the Screen Junkie Studios. They don't even want me in there. JTE? Any words? I haven't heard that, but I'll look into That's it. That's what I heard. Well, thank you all for <laughs> listening to us this week here at Box Office Breakdown on the Popcorn Talk Network. Yes, we will be back. We will see you soon. Um, things to do: rate. Yeah, Twitter, that yeah, thing that I keep GT. forgetting yeah. exists. App We need to get our, uh, our numbers should be question. higher than they are. I don't know what people are doing. Um, they need to really wake up. <laughs> Whoever ain't watching, need to start watching. You guys are idiots. Subscribe to all those things. Yeah. That's good. Call it. Yeah. yeah. Just insult people and they'll <laughs> really respond well, to you. Ha, they're not watching it, no, so how, they, how do they know I'm calling them an idiot? You're supposed to set up. No, that's when they don't rewatch. Yeah. No, they're gonna, the people stuff. who, hey, I love the fans who watch. <laughs> the ones who don't watch are idiots, clearly. Everybody knows that. <laughs> no, that makes them not fans. <laughs> Little Bobby might be back next week, too. All right. Thank oh, yeah. you. Naked. Sick, Lord. <laughs> From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.